It is great to have you on the Family Goals podcast with Davey Pollock and Pastor Jay. I'm Joel and House, and on this podcast, we want to encourage you to grow closer to God, to strengthen your marriage, and to inspire your family to reach its highest potential. I would like to highlight a ministry that I have loved for years, Compassion International. Compassion is an incredible organization that is all about releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name. They currently serve over 2 million children and their families in some of the most poverty-stricken areas of the world. And here is my favorite part. All of this is happening in the local church. Compassion is all about equipping the local church so every single child is cared for by the leaders in their community. As a pastor, I found Compassion to be a strategic part of our global mission strategy. As a church, we've incorporated Compassion into our focus on Honduras. Compassion made it easy for everyone in our church to put their faith in action by caring for a child in need. I would encourage anyone listening to learn more about Compassion, sponsor a child, and release them from poverty in Jesus' name. Visit Compassion.com slash Family Goals to sponsor a child today. Today, we are talking about character and how character is built in the dark. Check it out. So, it's Monday morning, another episode of the Family Goals podcast. Yeah, with baby. Pollock and Pastor Jay. That day of the week, best day of the week. Best day of the week. Hey, did y'all take care of Mama yesterday? We did. Mother's Day. We took care of Mama. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I mean, we we always talk about this every year. We say, uh, I said you're a mother every day of the year, so every day is Mother's Day, technically. Yeah. That's the, kind of the way we look at it, but the kids wrote some nice handheld notes. Um, I think it's the only time I've ever heard some of the expressions that were said. Like, uh, I believe Nicholas said... Thank you. If I didn't, if I didn't have you, I'd smell like a, a butthole all the time. I was like, that's that's interesting way you to put that in, in a in Mother's a, Day a, card. In a card, yeah. Like Leah said, I'd be living on the streets. I think uh, so. It was. That it was, sounds like quite dramatic. It, it was good. It was. It was basically thank you because you do everything and you have everything situated and everything taken care of. I think one of them said I wouldn't be fed. I would. I would be hungry all the time. And um, so definitely good appreciation for for mom and what they do. So did. Does she splurge like eating eating something that she normally doesn't eat, or is this not on Mother's Day? Not on Mother's Day. No, Lindsay's more of a like when she's on vacation, she wants to eat. She wants to experience new things. Like that's her, that's her deal. And then she spends the next week like cutting back her calories a ridiculous amount to make sure she gets back to her certain weight she wants to be at. She likes to live at a certain weight. Okay, and so she'll cut back until she gets to that weight, and then she'll. So she stays Maintain. at that. She, she makes, likes her. She likes her weight. weight. If she's not at her weight, it's not good. We're 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 in pursuit. So I'm about five pounds above my ideal weight that I would like to maintain. Okay, I would argue more, but that's okay. <laughs> I would argue twenty or thirty, but that's twenty okay. or thirty. Nah, you, you you look better than you used to for sure. It must be that sauna, you know, that sauna cardio you've been doing. The sauna's been a phenomenal workout for me. What about did you, take, did you? Take care of mama. We took care of mama. We. Of course, we had church yesterday. She, she preached. Spoke, yep. Yeah, and uh, she made it through. She, originally, she wasn't going to be able to do it because her mom passed away two months ago. But uh, I think I think it was pretty powerful, and her dad was here second service, so that made, was even more emotional, second service. But yeah. we went back. All the kids came over. Julia and Matthew came. Of course, they brought their dog, Lil' G, with them. Lil' G. We grilled out steaks. Grilled out some steaks. So and, uh, no, hold on. We'll go back. Lil G. Lil G. L I L G is the name of their it's dog. The name of the dog. It's a French yeah. bulldog, lilac merle, French bulldog. Okay, I don't know what that means, but I like it's, it's the color. It's like a Lil G. Lil G. Come here, Lil G. That's yeah. a mouthful. That's too many. That's yeah. too much. It's too much. Yeah, that's yeah. 
Lil G said, no. They uh, bought they bought him from some gangster. <laughs> <laughs> There's some, he's like a little bowling ball running yeah, around. It's, it's great. so tough. All right. Yeah, so then we just floated floated around the pool and um But it's fair to say, and, and this is something that I we say every year, but like they're a mother three sixty five. Oh yeah. They're a mother every day. So we gotta make sure we show them appreciation every I did a better job yesterday than I normally do. I was more intentional and I need to do that more often when when uh, it's not Mother's Day, because they're still a mother. so Every day. We sh- we're so, your house is like my house. Jen- Jennifer pretty much just takes care of all of us kids. Yeah. And I, that's exactly <laughs> how Lindsay would phrase it. I have three kids that I have to deal with. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I'm super excited to announce this. And if, you lis- if you've been listening to the Family Goals podcast the last few episodes, uh, we have a sponsor now. Whoa. I mean, we are, we're like big time. That means we're. I mean, we're like. Yeah. We're like rolling in our fat pond uh, with our rag top down. So don't ever do that. Up. Yeah, don't ever do that again. <laughs> we just lost our sponsor. Girlie's on the standby. <laughs> Golly. Sponsor gone. Sponsor is officially gone. Goodness gracious. Don't do that. Who's our yeah. sponsor? The sponsor is Compassion International. That makes sense. Which is super cool because our church is a huge, um, they have, we have a great partnership uh, with them. So the idea that, the fact that they are our very first you know, sponsor on the podcast just just makes a lot of sense because our church we sponsor over a thousand kids in Honduras with compassion a year international a year right every month I mean every month every over month, over yeah it's the the people of Greystone Church yep sponsor and I know you guys sponsor how many kids we got three three yep that's awesome and y'all wrote them letters actually last night yeah, yeah. at the kitchen table we wrote them letters just uh, Lindsay does a really good job with that like. Uh, Reading an update on what they're dealing with and what they're going through. It's, it's so cool because these kids, they don't have the lifestyle that we have. And for them to say some of their goals and some of their dreams and mm-hmm. what they do to like keep themselves occupied and stuff, a lot of times our kids are like, whoa. I'm like, yeah, not everybody has a PS5 upstairs. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> um, so I, I think it's always. They definitely don't have a PS5. No, they don't have PS5s. I, but I, some of them, but, but the way they talk about God and the way they, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty impressive to hear the amount of faith that a lot of these kids have, um, strong faith, big goals for the future. And, um, you know, it's, it's fun to just be a small part of it. We're not yeah. a big part of it, being a small part of it. Definitely a small part. So our, our family sponsors four kids, and, and I had Jennifer give me their names, <laughs> Ilcia, Dana, Santiago, and Victor's new. And this is interesting. Just, just this week, we got a happy fifth sponsor anniversary cards. Nice. With their, their picture. So, Ilse has been with us from the beginning. We've had a couple of them roll off, and we, we've added some new ones. Along the way. And, uh, yeah. And so, we were able to go to Honduras a few years ago, visit them. It, we met Ilse, went to her house, and Jolin got to go. He got to meet the kid he sponsors. What's his name? Oh, Joel, you're over Joel's, there. Joel's not his doing. name's Kenner. Kenner. Yeah. He, he just turned eight in August, so he's going to be nine this upcoming August, so... Kenner was getting old. Was super cool meeting him. He was like he was like a cool kid. Oh yeah. Didn't you oh, buy yeah. him a bed or send him money for a bed? I think every time I'd have a chance, it's either Christmas or his birthday. I just give him like the max amount of money I can mm-hmm. give him. And it's crazy the list of things they say they got with like the two hundred dollars I gave yeah. him. But bed, some new toys, like chickens like <laughs> i'm serious it's i'm awesome. serious it's crazy that's cool yeah i love it because when you send the, when you send the money for the christmas or, or birthday 
They'll write you a thank you note or a letter back, oh, yeah. and then they'll send a picture of everything they bought, and it's amazing how they can buy all that they buy. with. Well, I think know. that shows you how good compassion does with those yeah. kids and the organization and the structure that they have with those. And, and I, we do, I, I'm doing such a good job with mine that I forgot we do have four, by the way. We have four, not three. Now, once y'all started talking about names, well, and stuff, that threw I was like, me oh, yeah. off because I, I, I was like, yeah, we got four. Yeah, <laughs> we I, got four. I knew y'all, okay. y'all did one for each person in the family. Correct. I forgot. <laughs> That's right. So That's cool. So, yeah, uh, we've been partnering with them for five years now. And of course, I got the little anniversary card. So they, they set up a, a website for, for, our, for our podcast, compassion.com slash family goals. And I clicked on it. I don't always click on things, but, but I clicked click on. on it and it takes you right to kids in Honduras who need sponsorships. Oh, sweet. And so our listeners can sponsor kids in Honduras like we sponsor kids in Honduras, only $38 a month. So talk about changing somebody's life. It's pretty amazing. So we're looking forward. We're trying to plan a trip this year to, to go back down. That's cool. Maybe maybe the Pollocks could go with the That houses. would be fun. Our kids, our kids at their ages now would be a lot of fun. It would be. They would be blown away because you actually, well, you go to the church there that we partner with the church, but but going into their houses and oh, yeah. meeting the kids that they sponsor and seeing how, how they live, that you talk about life-changing for your kids. Mm-hmm. More than them. More than I those mean, kids meeting us, us oh, 100% yeah. us oh, yeah. going to their atmosphere. Their, their entire house is smaller than Nicholas's bedroom. I mean, it's just, it's pretty pretty amazing, so... Speaking of sponsorships and charities, I wanted us to talk about the family, uh, the uh, Pollock Family Foundation golf tournament. It was a good one, bro. That was all. I got my hat on. Yeah, I you, do too. You finally gave me something. And I, You're I, welcome. You didn't really give it to me, but I kind of swiped, swiped it off the table. <laughs> well, uh, okay. So, first of all, let's, let's, Joel, and I want you to hear this too because you're going to love this. So, the Pollock Family Foundation, we do a celebrity golf tournament in Athens. We got both trophies there. You know, this year, which was really cool. You can take photo ops. There's only one loser that showed up with an LSU pullover on. Is <laughs> this guy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you show up in an LSU pullover, like, with that laugh, yes, just trying to be trying to be annoying. Well, you made him take it off, too, didn't yeah, he, you? Well, his wife made him take it off, which well, is I, I the first lady my, speaks better than I do. Which I put is on my volunteer, my Pollock volunteer which shirt, was good. which was great. Got an extra large. I noticed you were, you were in a 2 <laughs> You show up in a... At a Georgia party in Athens wearing Louisiana State. Okay, okay. first off, I thought it was the Pollock Family Foundation Golf Tournament. It was. I did not know it was. Correct. A, I didn't know it was a University of Georgia Fan Fest. That is correct. You're right. <laughs> but, you know, Kirby and, you know, Jim Don and Coach Rick, and then you got all the players there with McConkie and Gunner, Gunner Stockton was there. A bunch, a bunch of the McConkie was awesome. He's hilarious. Um but no, here's what's cool about it. You saw year seven. Year one didn't look anything like that. And it's been really, really fun. Like year one, we had, I want to say like 12 foursomes, and most of them were trades. So we were like, hey, Sam's Club, if you'll set up on a hole and give away, you know, Yetis, we'll give you a foursome. And now we sold 39 foursomes. And and we had Chicken Salad Chick and Tanner Hill Barbecue oh, man. and Chick-fil-A. and I put every, on some weight at, yeah, at, at it's driving a, around. That's I, the goal. The go, the, <laughs> honest to God, our, the goal of our golf tournament is to feed you, to hydrate you, and to, to have, for you to have fun. Not for you to pay us the whole time. Like, I want, you to, I want it to be something you go, I have to come back to that. And we've had a, almost everybody comes back, and that's probably why we're growing every year, too, because we get a couple new people, and 
Um, but it was awesome. Huge day. Will by far be our best money raiser. Um, yeah, I was, so it'll be. I was blown away by all the celebrities that were there. And I mean, if if you are a University of Georgia fan, I mean, I didn't know a lot of the former players, but yeah. um, a few of the other guys who were riding around, that's so and so, and that's so and so, and that's so and so, and. Well, I played know. with a bunch of guys like Greeny and Shock, David Green and Shockley, and uh, then you got Aaron Murray, and you got, and then you got all the guys now that play. We get a bunch of those guys every year that play, that play now that are big name guys, and then uh, Buck Ballou, you know, names from the yeah, Lindsey Scott, sure. and then you get the baseball guys, no Sean Marino, yeah, no Sean. Then you get McCann and Brian McCann and Jeff Francoeur. Mm-hmm. We've had Ugla and Ryan Howard, and so you, it's it's a good mixture. Atlanta has a lot of people that live there, you know, so it's a cool. We get to pull a bunch of guys from there every year, and um, this year, all those guys awesome. are, are donating their time to be to be out, and everybody's so gracious, taking pictures. And- well, and that's what I told my kids. I'm like, listen, it's one thing for people to donate money. I said, but when people donate their time, you really got to respect it. And, and and I didn't mean anything that by people that donated money, but I'm just saying when people come out and support, like it's always a humbling feeling. Like the night before, I always want to grab all of our volunteers and pray, but every year I want I cry. Like mm-hmm. it's just because. Like we don't, we don't, we don't deserve that. You know, we don't deserve to have, I mean, we got 15, 20 couples that are up there that are you guys that come up there. Like, it's just, it's humbling. It's very humbling that so many people come out and serve and help like, and they don't have to, and they don't, they don't need to, and they could go on about their day, but they choose to, to come serve you guys. And for your mission, like that's, that's a, that's a cool mm-hmm. feeling. You got a, You got a great group of friends. Yeah, for sure. Now I do have to give some of those ladies a hard time. That were that were volunteering, uh huh. Because Lindsay had your personal masseuse, yeah, up there giving massages throughout the day, and so thinking, well, these ladies are they're working so hard serving that they they have to get a massage, (laughs) just like (laughs) pre pre Mother's Day massage, yeah. Hey, oh, that's a lot of work. I need I need to get a massage. Tony donates his time every year, so it's pretty cool too. But he's another one that serves us, but. That's super um, those cool. g- th- those girls come out in groves, man. They they got they got a bunch of them, little worker bees. And yeah, they, dude, it's amazing how fast they get stuff done. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get it done quick, and so it's 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 enjoyable. It's well, fun. It's fun watching you ride around on the motorcycle too. I just ride around the motorcycle and heckle people. That's my yeah. that's my whole goal for the day. I get to every foursome and make sure I say hey and make sure everybody knows they missed a putt or shanked a drive. So, how much money did y'all raise? Do we know? I don't know the total yet, but it was a, it was a lot. It was it was a substantial amount more than year one. That's for dang yeah, sure. So that's awesome. Super cool. It's fun. Then you get to give it away, which is even better. Well, I was thinking, what a dynamic duo. That sounds kind of corny, but that you and Lindsay are because <laughs> you're like the you know the celebrity, the big personality. You're like rallying the troops, and and I'm sure I mean all these. You have a relationship with all these guys to the point where they're willing to donate their time to be there. But then you got Lindsay kind of the brains behind the operation, the organization, 100%. and the way y'all pull it all off, it's just... It would fall apart without her. That's for dang sure. It's awesome. And the volunteers and everybody. So it was good. It was a good day, though. Great day. Appreciate you coming out, bro. Super day. I was yeah. honored and, to be And there. the first lady. Brought the first lady out. Yeah, the first lady. So so I showed up, and we, we came together, and we, we had to leave a little bit early because we had to pick Jesse up. But one of the guys, they, they were needing a fourth. They were They were trying to talk me into... Jumping on board. Should have jumped out there. But I had committed to uh, Jennifer. I wasn't going to. You weren't going to leave her? Leave her like. <laughs> That's a good idea. You got to go home with her. That's a good decision. So, Back in your younger days, you'd have been like, in. I'm yeah. gonna, honey, I'm going to go play. You know, you do you. Do you yeah. I'll, I'll be back. And now you're, once you get a little bit older in your marriage, you're like, 
That's a calculated risk. You know, <laughs> Absolutely it not. It was fun for me because there were several people who were like, Pastor Jay, like people I've never met before that were playing in the tournament. Yeah. Or, or the sponsor, uh, uh, R.O. R.O., yeah. He was a huge Pastor Jay. I mean, of course he, he is. Like, Come on like, now. He was like, you're the biggest celebrity out here. I mean, he, was, he was super positive. Well, that's a lie, but that's okay. So uh, <laughs> that was fun. It was fun to meet, meeting meeting some people who've been listening to the podcast. So many people tell me that they listen every Monday morning. And they kind of start their week off with the Family Goals podcast. Matt Luke told me he was in Mississippi visiting some buddies. And uh, he said three of his high school teammates said they listen every week. No, uh And he was like, how the heck do you know about it? I was like, <laughs> incredible. So we've gotten, you know, I told you, Scott Drew's going to come on in, yeah. in, in a couple of weeks. He texted me about the podcast. Dansby Swanson texted me about the podcast. Like, some reason, some people, some people are starting to like it. So that's a good thing. We're just going to keep doing it. That's awesome. What you got today? I think some lights just came on. That's good. What you what you got today? Because I still don't know what we're going to talk about, but so, let's, let's kill it. So I have an original idea. Whoa. And That's not normal for pastors. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I digress. Most of the ideas I get for, come from the Word of God. They come from a book I read. They come from a message I heard. I mean, I'll steal, I'll steal an idea from somebody else. You got no problem with that? No. I, I, but I, thought, I, I thought the Bible says thou shalt not steal. I give credit where credit's due, but, you know, most... You know, Solomon says there's nothing new under the sun, but I think Solomon is wrong. What about above the sun? <laughs> but there's new technology. There are new things that, that come out every day. But here, here, here's, I like how much you like that right there. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> so here's my thought. And God, God just gave this to me. I was thinking one day, I was praying one day, and God just put this in my mind. If you want to be incredible, you first have to be credible. Say, say it again. If you want to be incredible, you first have to be credible. I like it. And so I and thought, you, did you Google this and make sure nobody else well, said this? No, I did not. Well, I mean, but I've never heard it. I mean, maybe somebody else has said it, but I've never, I've never actually heard. I it I think myself. to authenticate you being the first one to say this or it being original, it, we would have to authenticate that. So original idea to me. Okay. I, so, I like it though. And, and I, I don't think there's anything. Let's get our crack research team over here. <laughs> Woj, it doesn't show up. Let's Woj isn't even here. Uh, Tyler or high school kids here. And I don't even know where Jolin went. We're, we, but, but I, I, I would a hundred percent agree. I think anybody who does anything incredible, like there, there has to be grounds of you have, you have to first build some credibility. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Credibilities over a long period of time. I think I don't, I don't think credibility take. I don't think credibility is a quick thing. I don't you think don't you get, earn credibility overnight. No, credibility takes some time. It takes some time. So I looked up the definition of credible. It is believable, trustworthy, solid character. And they use the example of he, he was a credible witness, like yeah. like in a court of law. You have a, so is can we believe what this person is saying? Mm -hmm. So is is he credible, authentic, real? And so I was thinking about charisma. Like charisma can draw a crowd. Like charisma can can get people's attention. Hundred percent. But character is what's going to sustain something over the long haul. Like I, th I think there are a lot of people who can have the charisma to draw a crowd or or, or, or maybe create some excitement. But not the character but to the keep it. the character to keep it going. Yeah. Uh, Have you for, seen that? You've probably haul. seen that with churches, right? Like, you've probably 
seeing people pop up and be really good, but oh, then yeah. they don't have the infrastructure and they don't build the back off. They don't do the back, the, the organization like you're supposed to. And it's hard to, you're not, yeah. t- you're not taking care of the things you got to take care of to be sustainable and to have success to yeah, so it's, continue. So I was thinking about church cause it's easy. In my opinion, it's easy to draw a crowd. Like, like you could have the charisma and the excitement cr- create this crowd, but to keep something going for the long haul to sustain it and, and build it, I mean, things grow, grow quick. Like, I mean, weeds grow quick. No. Like, weeds can grow. But are you building an oak tree that's that's going to have some deep roots and it's going to last a long time? So, um, everybody wants to be incredible, but we first have to put the work in to get there. And so much of being successful in life is what we do when no one's watching. And that, that's where you're building the character. That's That's where you're building the credibility. I actually read something on that the other day, and I shared it with my with my family because it was so good. Because um, I was talking to Nicholas, and I was you know talking to him about you know you know you talk about basketball, you talk about sports, you talk about all this stuff. I'm like, he's like, how does he get so good? I was like, because he was working when nobody was watching. You know, like mm-hmm. th- this isn't th- this is hours and years of of work of all the decades of work that they've put in that you now see it come to fruition. But it took forever for them to get there. And it took a lot of work and a lot of blood, sweat, tears, right? And, um, and just explaining that, like, you got you to work. So you got to work in the dark. And, and something I read was character is formed in the dark. Mindset is formed in the dark. Commitment is formed in the dark. Greatness is formed in the dark. Skill is formed in the dark. You, 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 get, you get better when nobody is watching. Prepare for the moment so you're prepared in the moment. Do the work. Mm. So That's great. Yeah, but it's, it, it's 100% true with sports. It's 100% true with these preachers that you listen to, and you're like, man, they're so good. These speakers that are so good, people that are so good at their jobs, they've put in so much time. Like Nicholas, he, he texted me from uh, – so a couple Sundays ago we had a baseball tournament. We missed church, so we listened to a sermon on the way to, uh, to the ballpark. He loved it. It was Gateway Church, Pastor Robert. Robert Morris. He yeah. absolutely loved it. Like, he loved it. He, listened, he was listening to it at school the next day he, it was on his, on his uh, phone. He, he sent me a text. He said, I'll listen, to this. I'll listen to this one, and then another one, and another one. Like he, oh, that's awesome. He absolutely yeah. loved it. Um, but I was like, dude... I was like, you love, I said, I I listen to people like this, Nicholas, because these guys have put in so much work. Like I said, when I was growing up and I was studying football and playing this and doing that, I was like, they were studying the word of God. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he can teach me so much and it strengthens my relationship. I was like, because he reads the same passage in the Bible I do, but I don't feel, I don't see the same thing. He gets way more out of it than I do. He knows the, the history of it way better than I do. And that's why I listen so I can teach and so I, so I can learn for myself and I can apply that to my life. And, um, and by the way, another thing that I've been sharing with the eighth grade kids too that, that I read that I loved, like I, I used to read the Bible a lot of times for information. Hmm. I used to read it to be informed, read it to know more. And now, like before I pick up my Bible, my prayer is I want to be transformed. Like I don't want to be informed. I want this to come into my heart and come into my life and I want to be transformed. I want to be, I want to be shaped around it and made new. Not, not just to know it because that's what not I had a tendency. To, not to have the head knowledge. That, that's, I have, it's funny. I, I have a yeah. tendency to want to know the knowledge just so I can know the knowledge so I can tell people what I know. Like, 
as opposed to no dummy. That's not what it's for. It's for here. So you can change here. And, um, but I just, it's a hundred percent true, man. These people that you admire so much and respect so much in their different fields, they've been putting in work for a long, long time. And then it comes to light and they have success and they, and you see them and it's like, holy cow, how do they do? Well, it's because they were working when nobody was watching. Yeah. That's the, that's the old saying of how did you become an overnight success? And no one becomes an overnight success. But years of work. Years and years, <laughs> years and of years. work, I became an overnight success. Years and years of work. So, so I was thinking about credibility, and I was inspired by this. I don't know if you guys have watched The Chosen. I haven't watched it yet. I asked uh, Lindsay about it last night. I, is it worth watching? It is very good. It's very good? Very, very well done. And, and I love because he, he kind of creates this, the backstory on these people that you never think about. And the backstory on char- people, characters in the Bible? Yeah, different characters. So they all, they all kind of have different backstories and personalities. And he kind of, he, he takes the liberty to kind of create his own backstory of what it, what it might have been. And uh, so we, we've, enjoyed, we've enjoyed watching. But the other night, Jesus was, was given the Sermon on the Mount. And he starts off with, with the Beatitudes. And it really inspired me to this whole idea of credibility. Because Jesus says, if you want to be blessed, if you want to be incredible, and in, in, in our minds, in our families, in our world, so to speak, we're not looking for worldly success. We're, we're looking for blessing from God. We're looking for favor from God. And so Jesus is saying, if you want to be blessed, if you want to have God's favor, if you want to inherit eternal life, then this is who you should be. And then he lists out the Beatitudes. And I was thinking, these are the things, to me, this is what builds credibility. This is what builds character, is having, having these Beatitudes. I thought I would just share what Jesus says the Beatitudes are, and then we could, we could talk a little bit about it. Yeah. So the first one, verse 3, he says, uh, blessed are the poor. So I thought that was interesting that he, that he starts off uh, with the poor. Why, why do you think it's a blessing to be poor? It seems like when you're poor, what you're focusing on and what you live for is a lot different than when you're rich. Like when you're poor, a lot of times you're, you're searching for a next meal as opposed to people that are rich or searching for their next trick, their next fun thing to get involved mm-hmm. in. Like a lot of times when you're poor, you're, uh, you're broken. You're, you're trying hard to survive and fighting hard to survive and you're not poor in spirit. You know, like that's the... When you're poor, it's it's a different it's a different mindset than when you're when you're rich. That's for sure. Yeah. So so he says, blessed are the poor, and they realize their need for him. Mm-hmm. So so the poor, they're depending on God. And that, like when we went down to Honduras to visit to visit our compassion kids, a huge majority of Honduras are Christian, so they're not spiritually poor. They're spiritually rich, but. But they're so dependent on God. They're trusting God. And so so being Which is, poor. By the way, like a lot of times, a lot of times I, 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 I wish for, I hope for, I pray for moments where I get broken and when it brings me down because it, it's 100% those moments when I cry out to God the most. I'm the most dependent on it because there's a problem. There's always a problem. And when there's a problem, and this was the coolest thing about the DeMar Hamlin situation. Like you saw that 
and, and the Bible says every knee will bow. Like you saw everybody in the moment when they saw DeMar Hamlin, they were mm. scared to death. And where did they turn? To their maker. Like immediately hit their knees, turned like, and they were, and they were searching. They needed help. They knew they didn't have the answers. They were scared to death. Like that is a perfect example. That is a perfect example of that. Like when I have those moments, I, I have a dependence that I need on God. And I wish I had that all the time. And I think people that are in need and that don't have all the things, man, they, they don't, they're, they're doing that daily. That's their daily life. And that would be a heck of a, that'd be a lot more rewarding way to live. Yeah. Get, give us today our daily bread. I mean, yeah. literally praying Just what that, we need. that God would provide for, for today. Yep. Now you bring up DeMar Hamlin. I thought that was, I could see God really moving in that because after that happened, it became like pray, pray for DeMar. Yep. And if you would have said pray for somebody on social media, even before that, just a week before that, you'd be like canceled. Or television. Or television. Yeah. Now now it's like the NFL is like pray for DeMar. And, yep. um, it, it, was awesome. it, it was awesome. It was awesome. It's incredible. It was incredible. It was, I mean, and that's a great example of how all things work together for the good of those who love God. And when we do go through difficult times— and you and I have both been, been through difficult times, and we've kind of shared that with each other. It causes us to depend on God more and trust God more and seek God more. And, and you know, these, these people who go through, I had a friend, super sad, um, his little sister committed suicide last week. And uh, I, did, I did the funeral this, uh, a couple of days ago, and it was, it was tough, but... I, I'm trusting and praying, and I think God is God is using it to draw this family to Himself. And um, super, 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 super sad. But uh, well, that's the cool thing about your job is those things are difficult and those things are hard, but you get to see it. Like you get to see, and th- and that's what I hope we all, if we all get the 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 the, the cloud view, the four thousand you know feet view. Like it seems like everything gets clearer and you understand it, but. I mean, if you're really thinking about it, whoever it is, you're in your car, wherever you're at, all those situations that you've been through, I mean, a broken neck, you know, you're talking about you've situations in your life. All of us have those situations and they do. They absolutely will grow us closer to God. There's absolutely a reason for it. It doesn't happen on accident. It's not by, it's not by accident. You know, like those things happen. And I mean, cause right now we're going through with me and Lindsay and we were telling our story to somebody who's you know, uh, we're with somebody and kind of doing a book thing and about certain things and going back and, and Lindsay was like, I was 21 and I'm taking care of a grown man that's got a broken neck that can't do anything for himself. Like that's my first year of marriage. Welcome to marriage. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. This is what I signed up for cleaning a halo and like going mm-hmm. and doing everything for you while I'm in school, while I'm student teaching, you know, like, but you talk about like perspective now and how that's changed her perspective on being a parent and my perspective on being a parent, my perspective on her, like all of these things. There's no, there's not an accident of why it happens. And if we look for it, we will find it. We hundred percent will. Well, and I tell people all the time because in my, I don't want to call it line of work, but in my, my profession, my job, I'm constantly coming across people who are going through difficult times and I tell people all the time, when you, when you go through a difficult time, you can either run to God or run from God. And my encouragement is to run to God. I don't understand why this happened, 
you know, but ultimately God is sovereign, God is in control, and I want to encourage you to don't run from him because I've seen a lot of people run from him. Yep. And uh, and they look to other things to meet their needs instead of looking to God to meet their needs. So if you're going through a difficult time, I encourage you to run to God. Thank you for listening to this week's Family Goals podcast with Davey Pollock and Pastor Jay. Character is built in the dark. It's not built when everyone's watching. It's when no one is watching. It's those small little disciplines that you have in the dark that define your character. There's no overnight success when it comes to character. So what are you doing practically to build up your own character? Are you in the word of God? Are you in communion with God? What are you teaching your kids? What are you showing to them? Is what you're doing behind closed doors honoring to God? I encourage you to ask yourself these questions. If you found this episode helpful, encouraging, or entertaining, please let us know by subscribing to the podcast or by writing a review. You can also reach us on Instagram and Twitter at Family Goals Pod. Thank you again for listening to this week's Family Goals Podcast, and we'll catch you next week.